Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our podcast, Shine Bright with Jay and Sabina. Uh, welcome, everyone. And so oftentimes we're things are not right in life. We're not feeling happy about something. Think we're having difficulties. We start to think, ah, it's someone else's fault. Well, might be true. But <laughs> <laughs> the focus of this podcast is on self-change, is on life cultivation and those little changes that we can make in our own lives to, yes. to yeah, and it's lovely, it's very empowering, isn't it? And it's very beneficial. And sometimes we may record meditations and we also are going to invite guests into our conversation. Mm-hmm, totally. Uh, so you can find us on your favorite podcast apps. We're on Spotify, Podbean and Apple Podcasts. And if you like to watch us, we are on the Renshue YouTube channel, Renshue TV. Mm -hmm. And if you'd like to make a donation... We would love that. We would love that. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can do that, actually, by going onto our website, www.shine-bright-center.co.nz. And go on to the onto the donation um, page. Mm -hmm. Is that it? That's it. Enjoy Let's get the started. podcast. Enjoy. <laughs> okay. So welcome everybody to welcome the podcast. Everybody. I'm Sabine. I'm Jay. And what's today's theme? It is relax. Nothing is under control. <laughs> and. It came about because we do classes together and we did, or you led, but we both hosted what I thought was just a really great class. Yeah. And it was on one of the patterns that our teacher has given us to work on. It was the pattern of urge to control. Yes. And the interesting thing is, I didn't just choose that by chance. <laughs> <laughs> I, when I tried to find a pattern to work on for that specific class, I thought, you know, what is present in my light, life at the moment? Because I, we both like to teach our classes on the things which are quite present in our own lives, mm -hmm. isn't it? We always choose the themes that way, and so we can really bring that personal touch into the class and the personal experience with the pattern. Mm. And so I have had some experiences. Have you? Very clear, very visible experiences ah. with the urge to yeah. control. Yeah. And I do know that I have that pattern. But wow, that was like, you know, presented to me like this, Sabina. You can't mm. ignore it anymore. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was really good. Did, did, is it useful at all to share that example? Oh, that story was great. I'd love to hear okay. that story again, yeah. So, kitchen, situation, dinner, preparations, and my partner said, I'll cook dinner today, and um, would you like this, you know, meat and broccoli, and I can't remember, was there rice, or can't remember what it was, but, um, and I was like, yeah, 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 that's cool. And the interesting thing was, like, I was around in the kitchen while he was cooking. Mm -hmm. And I saw a few things which I thought are out of control. And I thought yeah. I need to control it. 
you know. Oh my goodness, that's just such an interesting phrase right away. It's like out of control. Like, yeah. Yes, like th- there was like um, the pan to fry the meat, the, the oil was smoking because the pan was just getting already a little bit too hot. And so I kind of was like, oh, the oil, the oil is smoking. And I went over and switched it. <laughs> you know, the, I do that the, too. You could, ever talk, you could ever talk with Philippa and, <laughs> and I do exactly the same thing, by the way. But, yeah. you know. So um, there was already a little bit intrusive. I, I see that now. You know, at mm-hmm. that time I thought, this is dangerous. We shouldn't eat smoking oil. So... I need to change it and switch it off. And then there was another situation because the the oil was smoking, but the broccoli wasn't yet in the steamer. Mm-hmm. And so in my little brain, I thought that's not going to work. If he wants to make the 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 meat fry the meat now, then the meat will be cold by the time the broccoli is ready. And so I kind of mentioned that, mm-hmm. and there was actually. That was just a bit too much. He kind of got a bit upset because he said, you know, what's going on here? I'm cooking dinner for you and you're trying to completely Mm. take over. And in that moment, I couldn't see it like I see it now. In that moment, I thought I need to defend myself, you know, but, 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 you know, I'm right. I'm right. (laughs) I know that feeling. I know that feeling from his perspective. And I know funnily how right you were (laughs) but I know how it feels to be on the receiving end and it actually kind of zaps your confidence when you're like when you're gung-ho and you're making a dinner and then someone is like not satisfied with what you're doing it's like it kind of hurts your heart a little bit absolutely yeah absolutely and I know that experience too you know we all know both sides both sides that's right Um, But it was very, very clear, the side, and it took me quite a while, actually, to be able to step out of that urge to control, because I was really stubborn in thinking that I am right, Mm -hmm. you know, and that he should just accept that he was wrong, you know, that it, and, and it was just like, it was really evident that it doesn't really matter at the end of the day, if mm. the meat is a little bit cold or the broccoli might be a bit undercooked. How, how did you get yourself to thinking that way about it? From from feeling one way about it, where where it had you had to be in control to to later feeling a different way? I needed to do a good lean on it. Yeah, that's so cool. For, for our listeners that might not know what a lean is, it's one of the methods in the Yuan Qigong practice. And... It's really a way of talking to your true self about the th- anything, but specifically patterns and the things that are blocking your true self from manifesting. Because each time you see a pattern, clearly with the true self, it actually opens the doorway for the true self and for the heart to manifest more strongly. So you can mm. transform patterns even quicker. Yes. And it's it's such a beautiful and deep way to to connect to our true self and to look at it actually from our true self and what I have um, really experienced and also always tell people about is how beautiful it is to look at something which is sometimes really hard to look at but when we look at it from our true self then it is full of compassion and love 
Okay. And Sounds good. we all know how nice that feels when when there is compassion and love present. Mm-hmm. So looking at something which might be quite painful or hurtful or upsetting, hmm. even shocking sometimes, you know, when we see things about ourselves, oh, I was pretty controlling there, you know, I could say, oh, you're awful. But no, when we look at it from our true self, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah I can see, I can totally see, you know, why I did it that way especially when we go back and see where the where the source yeah. of it all is so so what did you see then what did you see obviously you saw that some things about this controlling situation that you had been in a pattern that's mm. quite amazing to see mm. what else did you see did you see how to a different way to act a different way to act absolutely um seeing that you know, you can take reason mm. actually for this example because there was nothing th- really life-threatening there which had to be changed. Mm. You know, sometimes we need to control maybe something because otherwise I might seriously hurt myself. You know, I might have to stop somebody of doing something very dangerous so we yeah. don't get hurt. But in this case, it was really... There was no reason there for me to have to control this. I could have just sat back, gone into the dining room or living room. Not that we have so many rooms here. Mm. <laughs> and and just enjoy it that I get dinner cooked. And the, the coolest realization was actually, I, who knows what the outcome would have been. Maybe it would have all turned out perfectly because maybe 10 seconds after I tried to do all these actions, um, my partner would have realized it himself and changed things. Or maybe not. Maybe he would just have kept uh, the, the, the meat somewhere where it stayed warm or whatever, exactly. you know. It's, it's such a interesting example. And then I think of in my day-to-day life, the number of things that don't go the way I was expecting them to go. Mm. It's just, it's the nature of life. It's, you might start, you might start a, you might start an email and then you have problems with your computer or you might go to write an email and you get another email come in or you might settle down to do some work and then you get a knock on the door or, oh, you've planned a holiday but it's raining it's the world is there's the world is completely different from our expectations completely different from from what we what we might think it's going to be and, and it's hard to control isn't it yeah. actually the world yeah and then when i looked at it myself i was starting to see well actually a lot of why i want to control is cuz i have a fear an underlying fear that things are not in, in control and I can see that roots of of those little fears that happened when I was younger. I I told a story in the class where I was playing hide-and-seek with a friend and, and his sister, and his sister hid in this cupboard uh, where, the, where the parents' alcohol was kept. Mm-hmm. And when we, we couldn't find her, we were playing. We opened the cupboard door with the parent because we were getting worried. Where was she? We couldn't find her. Opened the cupboard door. She was like 
like this all scrunched up in this little corner it was she'd climbed a shelf it was a crazy situation and this bottle fell to the ground and smashed a bottle of whiskey and that feeling of terror that was generated of how you could be in the state of we were just playing we're just kids playing something just happened and you think I did something wrong or something bad happened and then as life goes on it almost becomes for me it become it become a default of I've got to keep things under control I've got to do the right thing I've got to make sure I have more you know that's another thing that we do that's greed isn't it we want mm-hmm. more things we're not we we want to make sure we've got some money we want to make sure we've got some insurance of course that is also sensible but but what's underlying it is quite interesting i have like control seems to be quite in my chi field at the moment i have a lot to look at around Mm. control and i could also in another um, situation see that i have created a lot of control around myself Mm -hmm. you know how i behave how i am and it came about, especially, like you said, of some experience in my childhood where I made this realization out of something bad happening that if I can control everything about me and, you know, how I'm behaving and and how I'm reacting to people and how I make people feel, then I'm safe. So much when you say that and... I mean, I do that too. The amount of tension we hold in our body, oh my God. And the amount of the that thought: Am I saying the right thing right now? You know, am I doing the right thing right yes. now? It's a huge and responsibility. You're putting absolutely. the absolutely that metaphor of carrying the world of weight of the world on your shoulders. Yes, <laughs> and oh it it goes to the extent that it's so ingrained in you that you don't even have that thought. No, but. You, you, it's it's so subconscious, so all normal. of that, that your whole behavior and who you are and who you present yourself to be and everything is, is actually controlled. Mm-hmm. It's fake. It's not who you really are. It's just like trying to, to survive, yeah. more or less. Um, on the... On the opposite end of the spectrum, this is quite a while back, but I had this heart opening experience where the information that came through, it came through like every cell of my body was the word dancing. And suddenly my whole body, my like my, my life force, my energy, the chi, everything about the body was just filled with joy. And I got this information of dancing <laughs> and it felt like the most incredible like every part of my body was dancing, but I wasn't moving. I wasn't moving. I was just filled with like ecstatic joy. And to think of that metaphor of dancing, like that life to be like a dance, like that you could actually just forget yourself and and be experiencing the joy of a movement or the joy of maybe the joy of breathing or the joy mm. of like, oh my goodness, the sunset or oh my goodness, that a bug or... but we so seldomly lose ourselves in in the joy of things especially spontaneous dancing you know like ballroom dancing would be again you know trying to do the right steps 
but when you when you are allowed to dance just just with whatever is you know coming at you and then you then it feels right to make that step and so you're not restricted that is a lot of freedom isn't it yeah so actually when we lose the urge to control we gain freedom isn't it yeah that's that's exactly right and we become it's this goes beyond words doesn't it but nature is so free or nature is just able to like experience itself and and manifest itself like a sun can set and it can be so absolutely beautiful and everything's happening as it should and the sun is not thinking the sun does not I realize this is might sound silly to some people but of course the sun is not thinking (laughs) am I setting right the bird is not thinking Am I tweeting well enough? A bird doesn't think, tweet, tweet. Or yeah. did I say that right? It just, it goes all in, all in, you know. There is so much acceptance in that, isn't it? Yeah. Because when we have the urge to control, there is also abs- a, a, an absence of acceptance. Yeah. And an absence of openness. Because like when we take again an, uh, an example out of nature, let's say a nice little flower you know, it just accepts that it flows with its purpose. Mm. You know, it opens when the sun is shining and it doesn't open when the sun is not shining. Yeah. And if there is coming a very strong wind and it's blowing over, then that's what it is too. Yeah. Or, you know, we walk past if it's, uh, it and step on it. There is there is just like a, an acceptance there. There's no yeah. need to control that you or I are not stepping on it or... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the metaphor, the other example that comes to mind is trees, especially in the wind. You know, mm. a tree. Trees have this incredible stillness, that even in the wind, uh, they're often not perfectly, of course, but they're often just so still. Mm. If you just tune into a tree, in the middle of the wind, it is totally still. And have it's you... just because it it doesn't fight; it yeah. just bends. And have you noticed that in the wind, the leaves are dancing? Oh. They're just dancing. Oh, that's nice. I'll have a look. <laughs> just like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, awesome. I, I, I made that observation a few times lately that when there was, it's easier to observe it when it's a breeze, you mm. know, and then they really lightly kind of, and it's kind of like, wow, they're so happy. They're just kind of moving with the wind, you know. There's no yeah. resistance there. There's no controlling there. It's just like, just... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, that my was goodness. a funny noise. Um, but, yeah. So, should we move on to the better way of being mm. than trying to be in control? Yeah. So, I think you're spot on with the acceptance I think that was a perfect example because I, well, it's just so normal to want to be in control. It's just so ordinary. Mm. And I think it's going to, it would take some time to, to change it, to change that pattern completely, mm. but maybe we could change it in degrees. And, and I think acceptance could be a really helpful part of that. Yes. And openness. Mm. You know, if in that situation in the kitchen I would have been more open 
to getting for dinner whatever is going to be there and mm. I knew it's going to be good then I, I wouldn't have had to interfere and take over and actually cause quite a bit energy what, between us this is what my know? this is what Philippa said to me yesterday she said that she doesn't do that anymore because normally if she wants me to change my behavior she just thinks it oh she little secret there um, <laughs> she she just goes oh she just imagines me turning turning the pot down or whatever and oh, she says most good. of the time I do it yeah yeah yeah, so, yeah. it's actually um patience she's showing there too aha uh -huh, yeah you know because as I see it maybe John would have turned the pan back he just maybe hasn't seen it in the moment I saw it yeah and so if I would have had more patience and just sat back and didn't need to take picking, over and sort of picking the right moment too and understanding mm. especially when you're working with other people how are they going to take that information right now because often it's so easy for us to be in a little bit in a pattern which means we're not really listening we're no longer listening to our instinct pattern is just a habitual response mm. which is very instinctual it's an instinctual response it's very hard to change but but often when we react from that pattern then someone else habitually reacts back from their pattern and and it's a very different conversation yeah. than if you speak from the heart and speak yes. from a more authentic place in some circumstances maybe it is definitely the right thing to tell someone to change your behavior yeah that's absolutely true mm -hmm. but we want to do it in a way that it comes from the right place mm -hmm. and then it's often listened to isn't it often people hear it and it's just so different so different just rather than pattern triggering next pattern and, and things getting so confusing between people yeah and when I went deeper into looking at that situation I could actually see that there was another pattern present mm. obviously there were even more than just two patterns present but quite clearly I could see self-centeredness yeah because in that moment I thought I don't want to eat cold meat yeah. and I don't want to eat undercooked broccoli yeah. So it was all about me, about something very unimportant. Like, so, who cares? Like, we have such an abundance of food. Yeah. You know, <laughs> really. So, so that immediately makes that's a perfect example because that is that to understand this pattern, the urge to control. What are your underlying fears? You know, what mm. are the underlying patterns behind? Yes. You think on the surface, or oh, I want to control. It's reasonable. But what's really there, you know, exactly. maybe it's just have a look, just have yes. a look. Yeah. Yes. Mm, let's have a look. So we've got acceptance. We've got openness. looking deeper. Openness. I think gratitude would work too, wouldn't it? Like mm. I could just have chosen to be grateful that John is cooking for me. And that, you know, I can just go and read a book. I didn't have to be there and. Yeah. Also, yeah, a little bit of curiosity that that things might be even better than we think they're going to be. Yeah. Uh, it's very, it's very instinctual. Almost from the moment we're born, we start to identify with things that bring us benefit and things that hurt us. So, 
so naturally you know you want hugs from your mum and and I had a memory the other day of a bee sting I could remember I thought to myself why do I not like bugs and then I remembered oh I got stung by a bee when I was like four or something and I could remember the feeling and and so it's natural to to not want those things and then as we get older we develop all these clever ways of oh I'm going to make sure that bugs don't come near me I'm going to make sure that food is how I want it to be and it just Mm. but that level of control also leads to continual disappointment and if we can you like you said openness that's open to being open to what things are acceptance accepting what things are gratitude appreciating what things are we might start to see that how things are right now Mm. are better than than our expectations and what we're trying to make them yeah you like and again, trust is such a base, a base quality. Because if I would trust more, then I don't need to control as much, isn't it? Actually, when there is unconditional trust present, there is no need to control. Yeah, that's There's actually no feeling that control. the world is an okay place. Yes, whatever is going to happen, is whatever is going to happen. Like, if the meat is going to be cold, that's what it is. And if it's not going to be cold, that's what it is too. Yeah. That's the unconditional trust, isn't it? If I just trust that the meat won't be cold, then that's, there is a condition there. You, uh, trust is, um, and again, trust is such an interesting thing in our society because it's, it has so many connotations, but unconditional trust really is accepting reality it's Mm. like this is reality Mm. and to go back to that theme that that we chose relax nothing is under control that's the reality nothing is under control but we can relax we we can choose we can choose to mm, be a part of it yes and if you don't even try to control we're much happier. Hmm. It's much more relaxed. It's much we freer. We just control in the right way. Just control. Not from a pattern. Not from a pattern. <laughs> yeah. The universe still controls. But it just controls. Nature controls. So we control in a natural way. Does that sound paradoxical? Yeah. Can you explain this a little bit more? In what way do you say that nature controls? Do you or mean that there is still daytime for a certain we, amount of hours and nighttime for a certain amount of hours? For us, we take action, but we let go of outcome. We let go yes. of control of outcome. Yes. So a flower, you know, it's a seed at one point, it germinates, it has its destiny, which is to, well, it's not a flower at first, it's a plant, and then it's flowers and then it drops more seeds and it has this cycle and it it knows what it's there for it does its thing Mm -hmm. but it doesn't know when the rain's coming and when and when the sun's coming or doesn't know if it's planted itself in a crack in the pavement and the 
and the council's going to come and spray it with weed killer tomorrow or if it's planted itself in a secret magic place where it's going to like flourish mm-hmm. to its full potential but it just totally does its thing and and that's what we do we do our thing but we relinquish outcome yeah. so I'm going to be the best me that I can be um, but I'm not going to I'm going to let what happens happens mm-hmm. and that's trust I trust Yes. I trust nature. I trust myself. I trust it all mm. to to be what it is. It might be a, a big question to ask right now, uh, more or less at the for end me. of our session. No, when if uh, the question I'm going to ask you now. For me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um how do you know what to trust? Hmm. This is really difficult to put into words. It just, it's it's not a thing that you're trusting. It It's just a state of being. It's, for, for me, I'm trusting in the spirit within me and the spirit within everything. In Renshaw, we use the word true self or we use the wisdom of the universe. I'm trusting that everything is unfolding. Yes. Mm. I like that. Mm. That sounds really good. Thank you. You're welcome. Because I could I could see how that question might pop up in in some brains. Yeah. And yeah. so it was good to clarify. Hmm. Should we end? We should end. That was wonderful. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. And see you soon. Hear you soon, soon. actually. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye.